Hello, and welcome to Ivan's Widow's Fathomless D&D podcast set in the world of Fialor. I am your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Eddie, playing Tibble, Mitch, playing Neris, Jake, playing the Fishman, Joe, playing Alton, Laura, playing Janice, and Zoe, playing Loren. Let's jump into it. Where we last left off, the crews of the Polaris and the Red Phoenix were interrogated by Deliverer Selen with a Zone of Truth spell, helping to expedite the process, exonerating the crew of any involvement in the killing of the Heads of the Hydra. In discussing what was going on afterwards, it was revealed to those present that the killer was a version of Neris from the future. The crew of the Polaris, along with the leaders of the Red Phoenix, discussed the prospect of life after the heads of the Hydra and the perspective of a dark future Neris. What is our next move? The freelance mercenary market sure is a wide open plane. Is that another way of saying piracy? I prefer freelance mercenary. In a literal sense. There would be a lot of demand right now and not a lot of supply if we were to perhaps become legitimate freelance mercenaries. The Hydra is the biggest trading company in the Isleic Isles. This is going to cause an immense power vacuum. It's always a good opportunity. It lands a fact like this. Asking prices are going to rise like hell. I can certainly drink to that one. I will note, who here has one of Damien's business cards? you notice a slight flash from whatever pocket you have the card stored away in. The fuck? I hate it when this left on vibrate. (laughs) As you take them out, you notice there is a slight change. Most of the details of it remain the same. However, where the location is listed, you see the phrase wild space. (laughs) Jansen looks up and sees that Alton is also looking at this card and just just like flips his to the side like, oh, oh, well, (laughs) I didn't get the same card you got. (laughs) (laughs) But then he raises his eyebrows at Alton. See something interesting? Yeah. What exactly is wild space? You two care to share with the class. Those aren't mine, are they? Have you been taking business cards from other people? How did the ship recon go? It didn't. Damon and Ham went aboard. Ham came back to tell us that the coast was clear. Cerise booked it. I noticed there was something happening. Contacted Neris. Apparently, the reason the second voice spoke back is because there were two of you. He brought us here. Damien, I don't know, maybe it was out of range. Maybe it doesn't go onto the ship. Maybe he's just too strong of a personality. Wild space. Have any of us heard of Wild Space before? Neris and Fishman, could each of you please roll me an Arcana check? 16. 28. <laughs> so Fishman, no idea what Wild Space is. Neris, you have heard tales of ages past, rumors of in similar manner to another plane, but it is not another plane. Wild Space is... The open reaches of the universe. It is the open space in between. Sometimes known as the Astral Sea, it is the space between worlds. I think your cards are broken. What exactly is this wild space? 
no one could be in wild space. No one knows if it is a place. It is as if uh, holding up a piece of paper. You have the front and the back, and you cannot write in the middle of the paper. You cannot write in between the front and the back. You have to write on the front or the back. Wild space is writing in between a piece of paper. So Damien is in some kind of fucky in-between planes thing? Do you think maybe um, not you managed to somehow kill him so bad that he's stuck between planes or something? I don't know magic, but that seems impossible. No, that is because it is impossible. You cannot exist in wild space because wild space is not a space. Well, whether that's true or not, Damien's not dead. Those um, cards will a- be ash in your palm. There's a loud bang at this point as Fishman attempts to get up, but kind of hits the table. He's had a lot to drink. And he'll just look back at everyone as he leaves the room. And then at Cerise, I'll be back in a bit. I need to check something. And then he'll stumble outside. And if he can, can he please summon a beast? I guess probably Alton would be the only one to kind of see because it's obscured through doors and whatnot. But Fishman will not summon, I guess, what people would expect being Tucker. It would be almost like a giant dragonfly, but fish, like a flying fish. So aesthetically, it looks like a fish with dragonfly wings, very elongated as well. And he will tie a note on it saying, report immediately what happened to Sinseeker ship. Is Damien here? message will send someone to this tavern and then that will fly away quite hastily and then fishman will try and glance at the docks but from memory it was too far to see so he'll kind of like squint out into the distance and stumble back in as if he's a little bit tipsy but nothing beyond that as he also rolled very well for a performance coming back in nevertheless Alton will slide him like a glass of water and just be like be good there I am good, but not done. As you'll take a swig of the water and then more swig of the wine. Stay hydrated whilst drinking. (laughs) Drinking 101. After probably about 10, 15 minutes, you actually would get a sending back. So strange thing. That ship flew away, like into the atmosphere. I don't know. Shit's fucked. Fishman kind of just laughs out of nowhere. It appears that today is one of many firsts. Apparently, ships can fly into the fucking atmosphere. <laughs> In Tim's words, shit's fucked. Wise words. Today has been the most impossible day of my life, and I've been alive for many days. Loren, correct me if I'm wrong, but... You mentioned Ham gave the all clear. Even if this ship really can fly, how on all the planes could Damien possibly fly it by himself? Look, I'm just as confused as any of you lot here, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say pure bold-faced gumption. (laughs) Perhaps this is what you were destined to pilot. Neris is very in his own head at the moment. He's got thought after thought after thought. And what comes out is, I could not do that. It's a sheer 
efforts that would take. Chibble in his state, because he has now also had a fair bit to drink, kind of gets this soft sort of look. He kind of leans forward a little bit. Eris, you could do anything, anything at all. None of that. So Neris has a lot of voices going on in his head. How does he feel about one more? Just across the table, as he so often does, Loren places a hand over her mouth. And there's this kind of rush of the ocean breeze, Neris, as she closes her eyes across the table and casts Sending, a spell that you are 90% sure she should not have. Neris Solalante. Are you going to build a flying ship and then go absolutely off your rocker about it? You do contain multitude, you evil little bastard. I don't think you get anything back because there is definitely shock and a mild amount of just frustration that is thrown at you from Neris's face that lingers probably a little too long. Right. Well, as great as it is to uh, ruminate over things and ships that can potentially fly between pieces of paper, I am once again very interested in what our future will hold for us. I have certain things I will need to take care of, but as I said, I'm very invested in stopping certain things from happening. And I think the possibility has to be entertained that that is possible. Regardless of whether we stay or whether we go, I think we can all agree there have been far too many secrets held here. We all hold them. We can stand to shake a few. What does everyone say the old-fashioned way? No stones of truth. We all drink our beverage of choice. First to finish their mug, she'll ask the last one but one question, and they should answer truthfully. Once done, as a reward, they may choose another and ask their piece, and so on. What do we say? And he leans forward with his chin against his hand. He doesn't look drunk at all. He hasn't been drinking much the whole time. But he just leans forward and quirks his mouth into a little sharp tooth grin. As it finally provides a proper out for her, I think Cerise is going to say, Well, I can certainly think of a better use of my time. Ta-ta. She walks out and Loren, you can pretty easily guess where she's going based on her body language and... Her unbuttoning her shirt. (laughs) Flinging off her jacket. I will Uh, also add, as she opens the door, a giant winged fish flies past her head through the door into the stall where Fishman and the rest of the crew are. He just chills on his shoulder as he looks quite happy to see it. In that moment, as Cerise walks away... Anyone looking at Loren would see a moment of, like, genuine despair. And this cat, have fun. And then she just nestles in her seat. I imagine she'd probably go to invite Fishman, but turn around and say, I would invite you, but you're a bit too inebriated for what I have in mind. It's another underestimation, but to whatever. As he pats the winged dragonfly fish. And she departs. Right. I have a lot of questions about that, but I mean, if anyone would like to join me on this, I would be much interested in what you all have to say. I think a bit of honesty, after all, makes the best story. And if we are to discuss perhaps what we are to do or drown in one's sorrows, 
Loren does that thing from the one vine where she like cracks a bottle of vinegar and flicks the top of it to like ping it across the room. And then she just pours herself a drink and then reaches across and pours one for Neris. Why not? It's a day of firsts, isn't it? Uh, so 18 for Janice. 19 for Alison. 16 for Loren. For table. 17 for Neris. Okay, and Fishman. 24. 24. So, fastest is Fishman, slowest is Loren. <laughs> and that, that's... I'm sorry that you lost on that 16, Zoe, but that was a high-scoring initiative round. Why can't we get this when we're actually fighting? This has never happened in combat. Yes, Fishman, oh. winner, Loren, you're the first question. <sighs> all right, all right. Hit me, you tall bastard. I believe the question might be obvious. I've heard your voices, and I have brought it up with Cerise, who keeps your secret well. But I think it's only fair that I ask you, what happened in that fight? And here I was thinking you wanted to know if I was a natural redhead. <laughs> the answer's no to that one, too. This entire time in the tavern, she's been a lot more quiet until there was an opportunity to bully Neris. It is very obvious that one of her eyes will not fade back to normal. It is still black. And she just kind of crosses her arms and sits back. <sighs> to the honor system, I guess. Me mother was a siren. A siren? Full-blooded. I have heard but tales. Well, they're real. And uh, me idiot father went and fell in love with one. Me idiot mother fell in love back. Goes against their nature, they say, but apparently she was always a very different woman to what you would expect. They have enemies. Sirens. Mostly other sirens. <sighs> One of her clan, coven, brood, viewed my father as their prey. Shipwrecked them when they tried to run away. Having me was the last thing she ever did. Apparently. My father never found the body. Since I was born, I've had this face, even though I shouldn't. And since about five, I've been speaking with voices I shouldn't. I've tried to get rid of it. Unsuccessful. And she gestures up at her black eye and the scars that radiate around it. It's not something you can pull out of yourself. So, I've been keeping it at bay. What you all saw today was the failure of two decades of effort. Apologies. Trying to make sure it doesn't happen again, but there have been issues. Tibble frowns into his cup and he opens his mouth as if to ask the question. He's like, mm, nope, nope. I'll wait till it's my turn for the asking. If you may, may I have another question? Why not? I understand why you hide it, but you understand there is beauty in it. You seem to have such a negative view of it. Is it because you do not control it? It's because it can't be controlled. There's no sense in having fond feelings for a monster, even if that monster lives in you. Me father has a lot more love in his heart than most men on this planet, and me mother went against her own nature to fall in love with him. It is not, I think, out of character for the creature born of that to be a little pissed off. Yep, uh, Vishman's speechless. 
he just kind of gives a nod and then rests back. I understand. Tibble can be seen to visually be like writing down notes in his head on questions to ask. Alton's kind of just like, well, he's surprised, of course, by the story, but then he's just like nodding along like, yeah, some things are making sense here. Beg pardon, I know it's Fishman's question. Janice is not looking directly at Lorraine because he hasn't since she's returned on the ship. Then the stories are true about sirens. You draw others towards you using aspects of things that might interest them, platonically or otherwise. Like I said, the beauty's the issue. Useful as a pirate, I suppose. I try not to. People work out eventually. And if you play too close to the sun, your wings melt. I try to rely on my own talent. Again, today was a failure. If I could control it, well, I would have been using it long before now. It takes a long time to gain mastery over something that is part of your very essence. But a siren, embodiment of a natural disaster. I wonder if that was part of Lacian's plan as well. He turns inwards to regard his drink again. If it wasn't, he's a fool. I'll say that directly to you, Naris. If that's ever on your mind, this timeline or any other, you're playing with fire. Lacian was very close to getting burned. Does that satisfy you, Fishman? It does. It's put my mind at rest. It's been something to ponder for quite some time now. And some of it hits home. Home? I wonder just what do I mean by that? As he has a cheeky little grin. Oh, is it in the rules I can't ask him back? Do I have to ask someone new? We need to get to the next questions before I forget these. All right, all right, all right. Well, just very quickly, Fishman, I want to have a conversation with you about this question that I feckin' wish I could ask you, which is what exactly are your intentions with my captain? And I want you to write <laughs> notes and tell me about it later. In the meantime... Oh! Oh! Um, Tibble, how did you... If she asks me, I can't ask her back, can I? Well, look, you know, we, 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 can, we can ask questions back. Don't think that was specified in the rules at the start. Oh, okay, you care about the rules for that. Janice, it's it's fine, it's fine. Narendi, your question. How'd you meet Kara? Oh. Sorry, this moment goes over Tibble's face where he looks quite joyous at the mention of Kara. I was, um, new into sailing. Just a young little kid. Fresh-faced. I'd only really been on one sail, really. And, um, me and the rest of the greenies, as you will. Once we hit port, we stopped at a tavern as you like to. And um, when we were in this tavern, one of the servers, she was being hassled. She was being called a name that isn't hers. And she was being made to feel uncomfortable. And um, well, she was a beautiful lass and it hurt to see her look so forlorn. And so I went up to her and I asked for her name and I asked for her to come join us at the table for her to take her break. And I had some words with these fellas. Now, they were a group of dwarves, so a fair bit taller than me. They were quite stocky. I like to think themselves as fighters, but the thing with being small and the thing with looking different is that you're often underestimated, aren't you? So when I suggested that we take this outside after they continued to say some pretty awful things about this barmaid and who they thought she was, He kind of leans back and he pulls up his shirt and he's got like just a very small scar 
where you can see the fur isn't growing um, and it's just like this little scar where there's just roped over skin and it's tiny. You know the size that regular knives are in comparison to Tibble and this is barely anything. This was the only scar I came away with. But I think even if I came away with a thousand scars, I came away with the biggest win I ever could have had. That's how I met me wife. Just a small kindness, a small piece of respect. Right. Thank you. Go on. Your turn. And you can't ask me back. He looks across his options here. And for a moment, his eyes settle on Neris, but then something passes over him where I think he knows that any question that he would ask, he knows the answers or he knows how to get them. So he turns to Alton. Alton, we've had our um, conversation about your background and about the certain lies on your CV <laughs> that led you to being the employee. But um, Honestly surprised you managed to track that down, really. Be honest with me, lad. What's the dirtiest thing you've ever done working under their employee? I want to know just how black your blood can run. Tibble doesn't look judgmental at all, nor does he look like he's trying to trick you in this. He just genuinely looks a bit curious and a bit delighted. Uh, I think I mentioned before, just saying I was a medic was maybe stretching matters. You don't really get out of the lakes without your hands getting dirty. I think he's trying to think for a while whether it'll be like honest or like entertaining. Can I do a quick vibe check? If you're vibe checking Tibble in particular, you know that no matter what you serve to him, he's going to eat it up like a delicious meal. (laughs) (laughs) Enwrapped in the story in a way that you're probably only familiar with from the months before Janice was taken when you saw him and Janice speaking upon deck with Janice's wonderful, if uh, a little bit tall, tales of his exploits. Okay, um... All right, I guess this one might be more interesting. So there was this noble that was trying to kind of take charge of the lakes. There was lots of them that had their fingers in the pie, but most of them were more under our command. They didn't have all that much real power. This man, oh, he was trying to take over, trying to barge in, trying to throw his weight around everywhere. But I think, Pyro, she got a bit of blackmail on him. Some dirty sort of secret, I never really got the details on that one. But that turned the tables quickly and then he had to be paying us all these funds, funding all our exploits. And oh, what would we know? It turns out he had a bit of a gambling debt and couldn't pay our funds that month. So they sent him me and a few other folks to rough him up. And then what have you, he comes over to my clinic the next day saying, oh, can't afford any of those magical clerics and healers. So there I am, the very person that beat him up healing him. I do miss my hat of disguise. And I'll tell you what, I usually really try to just heal people as best that I can, but I made sure that broken arm would heal as crookedly as possible. I guess that one didn't involve any actual murder, but there's always an interesting little dissonance when I'm healing people whose very injuries are caused. Chibble looks genuinely quite impressed. Well, 
I already knew not to cross you in any darker alleys or corners, but uh, I'm grateful not to have pissed you off before uh, having you as my um, primary doctor. <laughs> oh no, there's no worries on that one. That's only for the really nasty sorts. I really do take being a proper medic seriously. This isn't a job interview, lad. If you want to do a sneaky on someone, I'm not going to judge, especially if you're going to the profession of piracy. No, no offense, like- Loren. <laughs> Not taking my mind. I take my medical um, profession very seriously. A bit of murder outside of it is fine. Everyone's yeah, really, got to have hobbies. Yeah, I really do wonder how you didn't end up on our ship sooner, honestly. Tibble looks across at Neris and then back at Loren and then back at Neris. Did you know about her trying to poach our best cook and medic? I did not. Okay, so your best cook's Kara. And well, your best medic, may they rest in peace. But, you know, we can always use a second. Our current medic really only does surgery, so uh, we sort of need someone who can do other things. What's that face for, Neris? Did you smell something funny? Ever since you got here. Oh, good, I thought it was just me. Are you saying I'll ask your question before I start a fist fight with these two gentlemen? Oh, and I guess once again, he'll survey all the people available. And I think, yeah, he will block eyes with Neris. So... Disregarding the events of the previous day, were you happy with your current place in life? Your role as the interim ship's captain and everything, was that where you wanted to be? Sorry if that one's a little more existential and everything. I do not believe as interim captain I was happy in my role. However, that being said, now that I have experienced everything, I am not certain I was happy as quartermaster. I've spent a very long time being stagnant, and while that was comfortable to me, I unfortunately was not getting anything done. I was becoming complacent, and because of that I believe I'm happy. Am I happy where I am? Not particularly. There is a lot that has happened that has made me not um, over the sun, as you will. However, I am sitting here in a tavern with the best crew that I have sailed with. And you are also here, Lauren. I would not change anything. Table is crying again in his corner of the table and like trying not to call attention to it, but he's definitely crying. I'm not sure if that fully answers your question. I apologize. It was a bit of an abstract question, I suppose. You got a little bit Mr. Sappy towards the end. Thanks for answering. Yes, no, that is a new thing that I have uh, started doing. I don't anticipate that to stay very long. Yeah, there's been a bit of that going around tonight. Are you uh, satisfied as per the rules to my answer to your question? Yes, sure. Go ahead and ask your next one. Very well. Fishman, are you still awake? Oh, incredibly. Ah, you closed your eyes for a moment there, I was concerned. That, that is because I had a wing in my face. Friendly reminder that the, the flying fish is still there. Right. Um, when you asked your question to Lauren, you asked what happened in the previous fight. I'm not sure if it is fully within the rules, but I would like to ask you the same question. I am not unfamiliar with magical ink when it is exposed to skin, but yours is of some interest. What can you share about it? It is not ink. It is a mark. 
one I was not born with, but one that I believe I've developed along the way, and not by choice. I say it is a tattoo, and I lie, because upon my travels, upon my journeys, along with me as an individual and this mark, both are sought after. And it is something that I too hide, as he looks towards Loren. So are there others with the same? To my knowledge, I've never met another with a mark such as this. I've never met another that looks like me as well. None that I can remember anyways. Linked to your missing past, then? Mayhaps. It gives me power. One that I understand the risk of, and one that I don't use with others around. Not those that I do not wish to hurt, anyways. It was well used. It should be said everyone fought a good battle back there, regardless of the outcome. We did the best that we could, given the unsurmountable conditions of that battle. We killed most of those fuckers at least. That is satisfying on my end. Does that answer your question, nurse? Uh, as per the rules, my question was answered satisfactorily. We may continue. Nerys takes another sip before realizing a little bit too late that it's still vinegar and Then now it falls back on me, I guess. We do not need to continue, of course. If people have free questions, it seems that the rules are sort of hampering some certain people who might be vibrating out of their fur currently. We can Janice, have free for all. What will you do now? Little flicker of light passes over his eyes for a moment and then he just grins his usual big sharp tooth frame. <laughs> An excellent question, Fishman. The question we all ask ourselves. We will not have the funding from the Hydra after all. This is a point of concern. Though it depends on how much crew remains, what the current goal might be of its new captain. And otherwise, regardless, I will need to make some personal arrangements very soon. And I will have to inflict worst possible cruelty as part of this. Fishman insights where their gaze is going. If my memory's right, that's a dirty 20. Neris. <laughs> I cannot discuss my immediate plans for obvious reasons. But for now, just to have a drink, perhaps have a good night's sleep. And then tomorrow, plans must be done. Things must happen. I am invested in stopping this future from happening because there will be a way. The question is what to do next. I'm sorry, do you intend to kill Nurse? <laughs> this is a high thought. <laughs> Janice, I mean this in the kindest way as your sibling of the storm. You're so menacing and scary. Of course I am, I'm a shark. Apex mm. predator. It's the muscles, isn't it? People get quite intimidated them. I mean, either intimidated or like. For Nerys' blood you pressure, know. you may want to answer Fishman's question. I will not kill him, no. As I'm sure none of us would. Uh, okay, well, you know, pirates accepted. <laughs> really hating the air quotes around kill him. Where is the conclusion to your question? I believe I haven't gotten a direct answer. And he'd like to look over towards Nerys. Neris is looking with a cocked head of just gentle interest in the conversation. From about the neck up, relaxed and enjoying the conversation. From the neck down, he's rigid, sitting up very straight, and his hands are now hidden underneath the table. He grabs back the amulet that he'd thrown down. Just open his shirt and drops it back down <laughs> in the little cleavage storage. He's like, 
The worst possible fate is that for now, Nero shall never meet my family or my children. For me, that is a fate worse than death. Does that answer your question? It does, and in fact, puts me back on track into what I expected you to answer when I asked what you will do now. I know <laughs> that apologies. you hold family above all else, it seems. Family and loyalty, that. yes. As much of a missed opportunity it would be to meet them, for they sound amazing. They are. They are greater than life itself. And as much as I do not feel I am ready to see my family, I know I must. But that is mind on the drink. Free for all. I know some people have been making notes, mentally or otherwise. Those napkins are getting a bit of a workout, I can see. Tibble waits patiently to see if anyone else has questions. I feel like everyone's staring at Tibble. Quick fire, let's go. Right, okay. Loren, it's kind of a question. It's kind of not a question. It's kind of more, lad, you'll be impressed with me. Scientific inquiry. If this part of you is truly a part of you, something that you've had from birth, and it's something that you can't control. Well, I suppose I have a question before my statement. Does it control you? I'm still working that one out. That's a good thing in the scheme of my um, scientific inquiry. If this is something that has been a part of you since birth and is something that for all that we know is unique to you where you are yourself but you are also this other self but you can't control this other self and you don't know if the other self can control you maybe it isn't an inherently like obviously it it lashed out and uh, to be fair there are many that would lash out in instances Mm -hmm. where they're not understood and they're scared and they have never been what I'm saying is You clearly put a lot of effort into pushing down that aspect of yourself, yes? Aye. Do you think maybe if you let go a little, it might not be that bad, given that it's organically a part of you? A very good question to ponder. Captain Clover, some of us do not get four leaves of luck. I've tried. Those brightly coloured toads that are poisonous. That's organically part of them. It protects them. It hurts others. For once in my life, I choose to protect others. But you're not a poison toad. You're someone with something inside you that seems to want what we all want at the end of the day. To be free. Hmm. Anyway, I'm sure I've given you much to ponder, but um, if you do ever want to discuss further, I'll make sure you have my contact details because... I could have a thousand questions for you, but a lot of them don't really have answers. It's more just of the sake of speaking on it. I'll take your address and I'll write you a letter. Right. I mean that, Tibble. Oh, well, right then. I'll be delighted to hear from you. I still owe you a pie recipe regardless. I owe you several cars. Should be delighted to hear from you too. Good. Fishman. Hi. I'm afraid, in the excitement of it all, I've forgotten every question that I had written down about you. If we can backtrack to the question and exactly what you answered, maybe we can get our way through to the questions that I had about you. Would you believe me if I've forgotten what I said? Well, I don't think I have any further questions for the questions that I have tonight for the people that I have them for. Maybe. Have you had too much to drink, Tibble? 
Kibble looks at the bottle, which is roughly his height, that is now mostly empty. No. Please, please do not drink more. Whether one continues to wish to drink or not, and he says this sort of after having turned away from looking at Nero's, we can speak as we wish. Thank you for indulging me on this. I think we know each other a little better now. Yes, band of adventurers who involved some way in the bending of time and the twisting of fate would make a very good story one day if we make it all through this. Makes a good story now, if I'm honest. No one's going to believe the day we just had. Literally no one. The uh, wonderful halfling person who was interviewing me earlier today was very understanding, but um, I don't even think they would even understand the full scope of what's quite happened. You it's, say uh, interview as if it wasn't former prosecution. You never speak to the guards. That's how they get you. I, I, I said nothing. Oh, well, I had six of them. I'd be of an entourage. What good interview is accompanied by six people who are terrified of you? Am I right? <laughs> What happened in your interviews? I sat down and answered questions and then got sent back and it was four minutes. I made think sure... I'd make threaten them offhandedly? Very quietly, amongst all of this kind of rambling about the guards, Loren is going to lean closer to Neris. I think the table needs a round of water. Come with me to get it. And just gets up and starts walking to the bar. I am going to get some water for the table. Neris will stand up and walk. We never see Neris again. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a wrap on Neris, everyone. Yeah, bye, Neris. Nice knowing you. Fishman um, will lean into Tibble, actually, and go, (laughs) I believe Loren has forgotten they wanted to have a conversation with me. Chibble absorbs that from Fishman, and then almost like that didn't happen, leans across to Janice and is like, do you think they're doing a little bit of the, um, the, the flirting or whatever the kids call it oh, nowadays? the Renaneras. They're sneaking so, off the table. Some kind of funny they're look kind of goes over Janice's face. He's like, oh, I hadn't like, considered that. I didn't think that. either of them were, but the... And they do bully. And Loren said she was gonna speak to Fishman. Um, <laughs> Fishman will pipe she up. Interested men, but oh, mm. not so even whispering. Fishman just says, <laughs> just "You two are very intoxicated and not quiet at all." I believe Janice it's because Loren so has more important <laughs> things on their mind right now, such oh. as flirting with Neris. Yeah, no, of course. Well, I couldn't blame no, you. Interesting. No, okay. I didn't think either. Alton. Alton? Penny for your thoughts. Hells no. Please don't make me visualize any of that. We shouldn't well, discuss I'm... these things. I hope they enjoy their water. Yes. Um, very enjoyable water indeed, I'm sure. Lorena Neris, what are you doing away from the table? getting water i think not flirting (laughs) no (laughs) Um, so like you know we were in a private booth out the back i believe so loren starts taking a very meandering zigzaggy way around the pub to like get to the front bar as neris kind of catches up she goes well everyone is getting along they seem to be yes you were telling the truth weren't you that's you from the future. It is. Okay, 
this is going to sound so stupid. There was a pantomime I watched one time. It was called like the portal jumper's mistress or something. And it was like this one guy who could like go through all these different portals and he always like found his wife and stuff. And there was all this other shit going on. And, uh, sorry, I've been swearing a lot lately, Nearest. Does that hurt your feelings? Is that what makes you go evil in the future? Anyway, there's this big thing about like, it's always him and there's always like a way that they know. How do you know that's the you that currently exists in the future coming back and not you from one of your little vitvitvits going off and coming back and the portal jumping. I don't know for sure whether that is what I will become. All that I know is that used to be me. After everything. I know it's some kind of loop here that you're causing the very thing that brought you to... It's very confusing, but... I don't understand how it has happened, but... Somewhere in that person's past was me. And in my future, I will see something. And I will have the opportunity to follow that path and become him. What's getting me, Neris, is you haven't already passed it. Janice, Tibble, is that not enough? I cannot see any opportunity for me to go down that dark path. I do not want that at all. I want... I want what I have always wanted. But that does not seem like it is it. But I'm sure that person, when he was me, thought the exact same thing. And that is what scares me. It's what's scaring most of us. You'll forgive me for saying this. You've been a little trigger happy lately. Can't help but notice you and I did murder a man together. Also can't help but notice you sort of sucked the life out of a fella. You say that I haven't reached that point yet. I am worried that I might be getting close. Is anyone watching aside from Lauren? Roll me a perception check. That's a three. Three. You don't notice anyone else watching, paying any particular attention to you? We had a discussion a few weeks ago. It did not end well for either of us, I believe. The one where I made you cry? (laughs) Oh, come on now. Be a man, admit you cried. I was a little upset. Good. What? Something changed. I found new magic and it is affecting me and Neris will open his left hand which he's been keeping clenched all day and reveal the tips of his fingers beginning to turn black oh oh you're really fucked now Neris that's where we're gonna leave it for this week on that bombshell line oh boy okay see you next week everyone remember to like and subscribe and share this episode if you enjoyed it please thank you very much thanks guys sticking with us and have a wonderful week we'll see you next time bye goodbye bye bye